You are listening to Legally Binding, a podcast brought to you by Jackson Corporate Law that is all about providing the business community with useful and practical legal tips and advice for growing and sustaining business ventures. For more information, please feel free to visit our website at www.jacksoncorporatelaw.com. We hope you enjoy. At the end of the year, um, something that I do with all of my clients is I try to sit down and have a conversation with them, right? So the end of the year, like I said last week, is a natural time to reflect on what happened, the good, the bad, the ugly. And um, on the show and in business in general, I talk about contracts a lot. Contracts are... The, the really the glue that holds your business together. Everything in business is pretty much a contractual relationship, right? And so one thing that I do is in reflecting on the year, we look at how that business um, individually or that industry has uh, either organically or strategically evolved, um, what new regulations are pending, and then we reevaluate the contracts to see what needs to be updated in them. So as you move into the new year, I advise business owners, look at the business relationships that you have, look at the contracts that you've entered into, were there any unintended consequences based on the language that was in your contract? Were there any um, situations that occurred that you would like to avoid in the future going forward for new business relationships. Um, a lot of that can be handled through a contract. Uh, always look at your your agreements and hedge against changes in industry. So um, every year new regulations come out and, and especially this year when you're talking about a new president stepping into the White House, there are going to be a lot of industry changes. So. Um, really pay attention to the political landscape, both local and national, and, and try to figure out what potential changes are going to occur. Can you give us some examples of so, what to be looking out for? So one of the, um, one of the biggest ones that, uh, that we've been discussing is the potential minimum wage, or not the, uh, the, the wage and overtime um, increase in the minimum for the yearly salary that uh, the Department of Labor tried to release. Uh, it was blocked by a, a judge in Texas. Um, and now we're waiting to see if Trump is going to repeal it all together. So, um, and that is um, right now, in order to not have to be paid overtime, uh, you have to make an annual salary of a, um, just under $24,000. The new uh, regulation would have increased that, would have almost doubled that to uh, just under $47,000. Uh, more than 2 million people would have been affected by this. And so businesses would have to um, change the way that they, that they operate and, and, in essence, change the way that they contract with um, their employees through their either their employee handbooks or their actual employee contracts. Uh, another one is healthcare, right? So um, we're seeing Trump talk about how he wants to repeal Obamacare. Well, I mean, you know, he's going back and forth on it, but we know that there are going to be some changes that come. Uh, and so that's on a national level. But even even locally, I mean, uh, Chicago is going to be raising the minimum wage. Um, Chicago is going to be changing, or uh, sorry, the state of Illinois has updated its laws on limited liability companies. So there are a bunch of different regulations that, that take place from year to year. So just know what those are and, and um, know specifically for your industry and update your contracts. And then, and then the other thing that I'll say about that is, um, understand the, the power of negotiations. So I see, when we get to the end of the year, I see a lot of people who have entered into agreements that are not 100% beneficial to them. And the reason that they did it was because they were 
they were so in love with a deal that they didn't fully protect themselves because they didn't want to kill it in the negotiation stage. And so yeah. you can't be afraid to, um, to negotiate to your benefit and potentially walk away from a deal. Not every deal is a good deal. Not every contract is a contract that you need to be in. And so when I see especially small business owners afraid to negotiate, afraid to kind of push the envelope a little bit to try and get more beneficial, more favorable terms and provisions put in there for them, when I see them afraid to do that, I, I cringe a little bit because we all have power in business. We all have the ability to find um, strengths and, and assets within our own business that we can leverage in that negotiation process, but negotiating is an art. And sometimes people haven't gone through the process. A lot of times people are afraid, again, to kill the deal, and they're, they're afraid to push back for fear of not being able to take on that opportunity. So reevaluate re your contracts, um, understand what, what industry changes are coming, and then uh, going forward, just be willing to, uh, to negotiate on those um, in the contracts and be, be willing to negotiate overall more uh, aggressively in trying to get your, your business deals to be favorable to you and your business. Are there ever any cases where contracts would auto-renew? Now this is one thing that I'm saying, like my business right. insurance just renewed and they just took that money out of my account and I was like, oh, I didn't even know that I wanted to renew this, but right. there are some contracts that we need to look at that you think that you can negotiate them, but if right. it hits a certain date correct, there's no going back. So that's definitely something that that everybody needs to understand. What are the terms of your contracts and then what are the renewal provisions? If you are running a business that operates on a subscription basis or um, if you're in a business relationship where you want to uh, more or less ensure that it continues going, then you're more than likely going to put in provisions that state that you have to be proactive in terminating that contract. There are a lot of agreements that have auto renewals. And there and I've seen That's people how they get you. Yeah, and I've seen people who are like, Oh, well, you know what, I want to get out of this contract. And I'm like, Well, you, you had to give sixty days notice prior to the, the renewal of the agreement or you can't terminate. And and individuals they when they lack that understanding or they lack that foresight to know when they need to provide that notice to get out of an agreement or on the front end lack the understanding of the ramifications of not engaging in a different type of termination provision or not engaging a different type of termination provision. What are some of the consequences for terminating a contract early? So that, that it, again, it's contractual, right? So um, if you cause, if that early termination causes damage or harm to the other business, then they can sue you for those damages. Um, sometimes there are liquidated damages in the agreement, so that pretty much says that if you terminate this clause or terminate this agreement, then you automatically owe us X. Um, there are, if, I mean, and that could be compounded, right? Because if you have a contract that get that grants attorney's fees to the breaching party, or sorry, to the non-breaching party, and you're the one that breached the contract, whether it's the termination provision or anything else, then not only are you paying damages to that other company, but you're paying for their attorney's fees. Wow, that's um, that's pretty intense. It is, it is. Contracts are something that um, people really need to understand. Um, I tell people, don't enter into an agreement lightly. And I, I understand that Google has turned us all into pseudo attorneys, but <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> but but if you're out, but if you're out here just googling contracts and googling provisions to put into your agreement, I'm not necessarily saying that you're going to get bitten the behind, but there's a good chance that you're that you're missing something. There's probably a reason why attorneys actually go to school, have to be certified, and go through all this trouble to provide just, their services. Just a little bit. Because if it was that easy, then um, I would just be on Google all the time. <laughs>
<laughs> and a lot of people are. And, and we get a lot of people who, who use Google and some other do-it-yourself legal uh, legal tools. And, legal legal and, Zoom. You know, right. I wasn't gonna say legal Zoom, but don't you know, but, legal I'm zone. not. I'm not. But but people don't. People. Can I uh, people People try, <laughs> people try to use LegalZoom for more than what it was created for. LegalZoom is not meant to be a tool to personalize every uh, every business engagement that you have, right? LegalZoom. I mean, okay, if you if you're starting up a, starting up a business, sometimes it's okay following a trademark. Sometimes it's okay, but I've had a lot of people who have not thoroughly been, um, I, I guess. Coach through the process. I'm okay. trying. Look, I'm trying to be Maya, politically can we correct. Turn Maya, Maya has, has a, to be he has a comment on getting jacked by legal zoom. Right. Uh, so I so I can say this because I'm not a lawyer. Right. So <laughs> from personal experience, I know that um, relying on legal zoom is not necessarily the best thing to do. Even if it's something simple, like what was I trying to do? Something really simple at the beginning of my business, and legal zoom totally messed me up. So Why I'm did you call Jamal? Uh, I didn't know about Jamal at the time, it was years ago, but uh, <laughs> I, I ended up having to get a lawyer to fix it for me. So Might as well have went to the lawyer right. to begin with. Yeah. Exactly. And, 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 that, and that's the thing, right? People see LegalZoom as the low-cost alternative to an attorney, but when you try to cut corners on expenses in business, it always comes back to haunt you. Once again, this has been Legally Binding, brought to you by Jackson Corporate Law. For more information, visit our website, www.jacksoncorporatelaw.com. And of course, don't forget to follow us on all forms of social media and subscribe to our podcast so that you can receive updates on each newly released episode. Until next time, we wish you continued success in life and in business.